Hello everyone and welcome to this edition of Chaos Collective Radio on KZUM 89.3 FM Lincoln and KZUM HD. My name is Tinora Garcia and I'm so happy to be with you today. Let me tell you, Chaos Collective Radio is a program created to highlight the great work done by many of Lincoln's nonprofits who are members of Chaos Collective. You can learn more about Chaos Collective and how we can help our members better serve that community by visiting our website at www.chaoscollectivelincoln.org. While you are there, you can sign up for our free community newsletter. Just click the button on the top right of our homepage. Today we will have a great conversation with Kelly Rose, founder and executive director of Echo Collective. Welcome, Kelly. <laughs> How are you? Thank you so much. I'm great. How are you? We are wonderful because today we are going to talk how we can empower, you know, women and how we can continue supporting this beautiful community of Lincoln. So please mm -hmm. tell me a little bit what is Echo Collective and tell me about, about the mission that you guys have. Of course, yeah. So Echo Collective is a nonprofit and it was founded in September 2020. And our mission is to connect and empower refugee and immigrant women through personal development opportunities and um, intercultural uh, connections. And we do all of that in a very safe and nurturing space. And our vision is to um, find a world where all women are connected and we just remove that disconnection and isolation that we find in so many people and especially refugee and immigrant women wow how this is how this idea just just came and and uh you decide like i'm going for it and we are gonna get a started of this dream so i have been working with nonprofits since college and so i was always working with the same community and i was really focusing on women because the program that i was working with at the time teaching english Uh, the women who were eligible were mothers. And so I really got to know their struggles and how impossible it is to hold a job outside the home as a refugee and immigrant woman, as a mother. And I saw those barriers and it was so frustrating to me to see how these families were being held captive in situations they didn't want to be in and they really had no options out. And so there's one woman in particular that I was working with. Um, I was her English as a second language teacher for two years, actually five years, <laughs> five years time flies. Um, and her name's Cecilia and she is a remarkable knitter and crocheter. She actually specializes in crochet, but she does macrame and she's learning tatting and she just, uh, she really pours her heart into her work and she wanted to know how to monetize what she was doing. But her biggest barriers were Um, English, of course, as a language that she was learning and not understanding the rules and regulations in Lincoln and the broader U.S. And then, of course, she just didn't know anyone. She had a really, really small circle. And she thought, how am I even going to embark on this venture if I have no one to support me? And so I thought to myself, okay, well, how about I mentor her and coach her in her business? Uh, but then I started meeting other women with the exact same problem. And I thought, okay, 
there's a program here. I need to start a program uh, to serve these women. And then it came to the point where I was talking with a lot of my friends, thinking about which local agency to partner with for this program. And I had a really close mentor and friend tell me, Kelly, you just need to start a nonprofit. And at first I thought, well, this is ridiculous because Lincoln is so awesome because we have so many nonprofits. Um, and so I thought, you know, should, should I start my own or should I partner with another? And, you know, my friend said, Kelly, this is so niche. What you do, no one else is doing. No one else is going to do it like you. Just take the leap and start a nonprofit. And so I did. And I started it in September 2020. Cecilia was in the very first cohort of the refinery, which is our entrepreneurship program. And through that program, um, she moved out of her um, small home, which did not have a yard and her boys could not play outside. And now she is in a home um, with a big backyard and a sandbox and her boys play outside with the neighbor kids. And so she is just one of the many examples of how the Refinery Entrepreneurship Program and Echo Collective has changed our community for the better. And this is so inspiring because um, sometimes the people who work with, um, you know, with uh, families and with people um, here in need, we sometimes say, okay, let me just bring the resource and I'm going to give you a flyer. Yes, you just mm -hmm. need to call. Just, just make a couple calls. Oh, my gosh, it's so easy. But when you are there and you are uh, living the reality to be in the new place, you know, mm -hmm. it's such important as a professional to get together and make this dream, you know, um, worth it, you know, it's worth it. So we need to, we need to put all the elements because the talent, we have the talent, just need to bring those elements to, to make this dream to be successful. So tell mm -hmm. me about the services that you guys, that, that you guys do for, for um, our community and our families here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Sure. So we have our entrepreneurship programming, which is called the refinery. And then through requests by the women we serve, we also started some different art programming. And so I'll dive into the refinery first because um, we are most well known for the refinery. And a lot of times people will call Echo Collective the refinery. They're a little bit interchangeable because it was our flagship program. Uh, but the refinery works with refugee and immigrant women through business education, professional mentorships. It helps them broaden their social network and also learn the ropes of what it's like to be an entrepreneur. So the women meet with me three mornings a week for two and a half hours, and it takes about four months for them to graduate from their cohort. And we go through everything. We start with personal development. Um, of course, the most important, if you don't believe in yourself, then we know you'll never succeed. So we talk about smart goals and overcoming obstacles and ethics and leadership. And we really dive into our hearts Um, in community with each other. And then we move into, you know, the marketing, the business administration and the finances and <laughs> registering with the appropriate government entities and, and all of that. that. Uh, but we've graduated 12 women since we launched in September, 2020. I have five women with me right now and they graduate May 1st. Um, and so we're really proud of the refinery and what it's done. So out of the 12 businesses that uh, graduated, have graduated with us, um, I am still in contact with 11 of those women. And I 
am aware of the extra woman. I'm still friends with her on Facebook. I just haven't seen her in person. And I can confirm that all 12 businesses are still in operation, which is remarkable because if you think about the um, failure rate of new businesses, uh, I think it's like 25% of businesses and don't quote me on this, but it's a really small number that actually make it. So we are really working with the women after they graduate through our refined coaching program, um, which is a strong partner to the refinery. So we want to make sure that those women, when they hit the barriers, we can connect them with people who will help them overcome those barriers because we don't want them to be a statistic. We want them to succeed and um, overcome those, you know, three year, five year, seven year uh, issues that always pop up in any business. And then our arts programming came about um, because the women we work with love to create. Um, the women that I know, they are beautiful. They love making beautiful things. And the ability for them to learn a new skill was really restricted. And so either you would find programs who they say, we'll teach you how to knit, but then you have to sell what you've created, which is a pretty intense standard, just learning a skill and then having to sell it. I feel like I would feel, uh, you know, undignified trying to sell you know, a scarf that I just knitted because I can tell you it would not be cute. So I thought, let's create programming for fun. It's free. It's for fun. And again, it builds on that community aspect, which is so important to us at Echo Collective. And so we have a quilting program, bead weaving. We're starting textile weaving next week. Um, we are starting a group specifically for Ukrainian refugees as soon as possible. That's going to be focused on knitting and crocheting. Um, we're hoping to get clay working coming in um, this fall. And, um, I'm trying to think if I forgot anything. And then we've started some beginning sewing as well. And the exciting thing about that is women come in, they create, and you know what, they can be really bad at it and it's okay. They can be really great at it or really bad at it, but they're enjoying themselves. They're chatting, they're meeting women from other cultures. They're connecting with women born in the United States. And it's just a really beautiful tapestry that we're weaving with all of these experiences. Um, and so both the entrepreneurship program and our arts programming, it all fuels that connection and empowerment that we're seeking to improve in the community. And I think like you're saying, you know, connection is success. When, when mm -hmm. we get connected, especially when we, um, as an immigrants, we, we, we came in and uh, we don't know exactly the language and when the feeling like um, our life is, is very limited in communication, but you connect with other women and you, you can aspire and say, if she can do it, I can be, I, I can do that too. Um, thinking about how you were saying, um, you, we're going to tell you, we're going to support you in this idea to do your own business. Um, do you guys have um, like a follow-up or for example, if something's happening, I don't know what to do, Kelly, can you, can, can they come back and, and touch base with you? guys and see how that's sure. going <laughs> so after they graduate from the refinery then they're automatically enrolled in our refined coaching program and what that looks like is i funnel opportunities their way um, i create new mentorships for them and i meet with them it depends on the entrepreneur but i can meet with them every week or every month and we sit down we go over their goals we go over what is um really challenging for them at that time. And so right now I have 
about nine women in the refined coaching program that I see frequently, uh, which is, <laughs> it's exciting. And it shows how we're growing because I cannot, um, I cannot always be teaching the refinery and coaching all these women at the same time. So we're at a, an exciting friction point, I'll call it, where we're looking for someone who can step in as an assistant instructor to take over in January as the full-time instructor. Um, and so we have our eyes open and we're drafting up the job just to hopefully get some other remarkable women in here to help me. <laughs> Yay! So please tell me. So, and then at this point, I'm very sure that these people, you know, in the other side of the radio saying, oh my gosh, I will love to do the same thing that you guys do or support you. Probably it can be with their treasure or it can be with their time or it can be with materials. How the community can help and support Eco Collective? Of course. So as you mentioned, um, they can go to our website, which is echocollectivene.org and donate. Uh, right now for material donations, we're really looking for fabric because uh, we have been serving the Afghan women who have recently arrived. And a lot of them are really good at sewing and making um, clothing. And so we are going through our stretchy knits like none else. <laughs> so um, if you have any fabric that you'd like to donate, especially something that's a yard and a half or more, that would be extremely helpful. Um, and then for time, if you have a passion about something in you know particular, like let's say, um, you know, social media, or you know quite a bit about bookkeeping, just send us a message and I can pair you with a woman within a couple weeks and you can meet with her once over coffee for 30 minutes. You can meet with her several times. It's really up to you and the entrepreneur how long you'd like to meet, but I know that they will take um, advantage of that opportunity with you and soak up every little bit of knowledge you have. And it's a really rewarding experience. That is such amazing, amazing, the, you know, the mission that you guys have. Please tell me a little bit about um, the greatest successes that you have. You already give us a story. Um, mm -hmm. Do you have another story? I don't know um, from where the, the, the ladies who, who, who take these, these trainings and go to um, Eco Collective from, from where they are. You tell me. You choose. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So the the women that we serve fairly represents, I think, the populations that we have in Lincoln who are coming from other countries. And I think the uh, country that is probably underrepresented would be South Sudan. So if you know any amazing South Sudanese women who are looking to start a business, I would love to connect with them. Um, But so we have, you know, women, of course, from Central America, uh, mainly Mexico. And then we have women from Iraq and Iran and Afghanistan. And then we've had several women from Myanmar, uh, one from Cambodia. So it kind of goes all over the world. But I do feel like it represents the communities that we have here in Lincoln. And I am always so excited to meet anyone who's interested, um, even if they're not from the countries I mentioned. Um, and I mentioned Afghanistan. And obviously, um, Afghanistan has been in the news a lot over this past year, six months. And we were really blessed to work with a woman named Sakina uh, for our very first cohort. She graduated in December 2020. And 
you know, I've grown really close with all the women because after they graduate, I still see them often. And that's the beautiful thing about the refinery is you have the chance to create an, an amazing friendship through this, if that's something that you would like. And so we have a really beautiful friendship and she, um, she has a business where she can do tailoring and altering. Um, and then she also creates like aprons and table runners and things um, that she sells at markets. But she told me, she said, Kelly, I really want to work with people new to the US because I know how hard it was. I want to help. I know the things that they're going to bump up against. How can I do this? So um, I reached out to a friend and um, she was able to interview at the Asian Community and Cultural Center and she's on staff there now. And um, she's going to help me with our Afghan maker circle that starts this week. And so that's just Afghan women coming in, creating in whichever way they want, because we have everything they need to create um, and just feeling more at home, drinking chai and um, enjoying themselves. And so Sakina is a really great example of how she came in wanting to start a business, but she's doing so much more. Once she feels like she has the support, she's like, hey, I want to do this. Let's make it happen. <laughs> That is such amazing. Um, I think you guys, you, you, you dream to doing um, this kind of organization cross the borders. Like um, you, I'm, I'm, I was reading about um, um, Eco Collective and I was thinking you guys have dreams. You guys want to continue doing, we are starting Lincoln, but you guys, you, you guys want to continue growing. What is an, what is an other things that uh, Eco Collective has in mind and what is coming this, this year? Sure. So one of my dreams that will probably happen within the next three years is to license the curriculum that I wrote for the refinery and then do little pilot tests like in Crete and Seward and uh, cities close by um, to see how it works in those smaller communities. But I would love for the refinery to be replicated in other places. And I intend to license it because I don't think I... Um, I'm so focused on the women we have in Lincoln that I would love to empower other communities to do this um, within their communities and not have me and Lincoln managing it. <laughs> uh, so that's like a long goal. And then a short term goal is, um, you know, we will have a lot of Ukrainian refugees coming to Lincoln. And um, so I'm in partnership with a local woman who is Ukrainian. And so we're going to start the knitting and crocheting circle almost immediately because we have Um, about five women who are interested in getting started. And then we want to start a pottery class working with clay in the fall. Um, but that's going to be open to anyone and everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about all this job and I'm very sure that you have your uh, formal support system and connections with other with other um, nonprofits who make this dream to be a success um, so what have you learned as a result of doing this work and um, sometimes I think uh, people has so much good intentions uh, but we need that um, that connection, that time with somebody who is different than us, so we can we can have the feeling, that empathy, that mm -hmm. yes, we can work together. It's the same. The language is not a barrier. We have the same the same dreams. What did you learn about all the things that Eco Collective is doing for our community? 
So the reason I started Echo Collective is because previously I had learned that a very simple act on my end as someone born in the U.S. could drastically improve the life of a refugee or immigrant. 30 minutes of my time, an hour of my time could drastically improve their lives in ways that I had never imagined. And after I saw the power of that, the power of leveraging my privilege like that, it's impossible not to want to spend time with all of the women in Lincoln asking, you know, what are your dreams right now? What are your obstacles? Let's see if I can connect you with people who can overcome those. Um, so that's one thing that I learned prior to Echo. And then one thing that, one question that is asked of me a lot is, you know, you have all these cultures in one class, um, sometimes cultures who historically have had um, a lot of uh, war and a lot of um, bad blood between them. So how does that work? And there, I've never had any problems. Um, it's like they don't exist. Um, the women, their mindset is, I'm in the U.S. I'm not, you know, I'm a, I'm a woman. I'm not an entire culture. <laughs> I'm going to get to know this other woman who comes from this culture, but she's not the entire culture. And so, you know, people ask me, do you, are you able to put these two cultures in the same room together? And of course we are. And it's really beautiful because friendships are formed cross-culturally. And as you mentioned, we see that empathy just build <clears throat> and spread out. And the education is really, really fun. Um, you know, we had Karen women that graduated in December, 2020. And some of the women in the cohort, other women thought that they were from Korea. They were Korean for the first month. And so there is a lot of education, let me tell you that. We're all learning all the time, um, but it's with laughter, it's with grace and it's with dignity. And, and that's why I'm just so proud of everything that Echo's done. That is such an amazing thing. So I think um, Kelly and I, we invite you, you know, to have this touch and this this connection with people who is probably a little different than you. But you can you can tell, especially here in Lincoln, Nebraska, I think uh, we understood what is be human, what is to be belong and, and be and, you know, and always welcome, you know, everybody. Um, I want to to ask you, is anything that I forgot? get to talk about um, Eco Collective. What what do you want uh, people know uh, when they hear about Eco Collective's mission and service? Yes. So finally, I really want to highlight our graduation. It will happen on May 1st, four o'clock at the Ald Pavilion. It is after the marathon craziness has gone down. So don't worry about that. Ald Pavilion, May 1st, four o'clock please come. It's like a 20-minute ceremony um, that is really beautiful. You get to hear the women speak. And then there's a, a market where you can shop handmade, locally made, um, connect with service providers. And um, it's a really fun event. And there might be food. I'm just going to throw it out there. There might be delicious food there too. <laughs> and that is amazing. You know, well, the food is amazing. But what I'm saying... <laughs> What I'm saying too is like all these businesses is going to be for people here in Lincoln, Nebraska. So it's going to mm -hmm. be growing in business, growing in connections, and it's going to have, you know, things that are beneficial for our own community. So we need to support our own people. 
right? Yes. That is such an amazing. You have a, a wonderful group um, who is working very hard. Please tell me again um, how the people can connect you, how they can make referrals to you, and how this how this works for for somebody who really has that dream to to do something here. Of course, our website is a great place to start. www.echocollectivene.org. Of course, we have Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all of it. We are at echo.collective.ne um, and all the links that you need will be on our website to connect with us, follow us and support the women that we serve. Yes. Um, now, if somebody uh, was have the idea, but they don't have the connections, they can go, I don't know, the um, El Centro de las Americas, or they can, how they can reach to you guys directly, probably Facebook, Instagram, phone number, I don't know. Do you guys have that information too? Yeah. So Facebook or Instagram is a really great place to start. If you want to give us a call or you can text us, our phone number is 402-413-6381. And that's also on our website. Yay. Thank you so much, Kelly, for for being here. Um, we love what, what you guys do and just empower women here in the community is such a great, you know, mission. Right. Thank you so much, Dinora. I have loved chatting with you. I really appreciate it. Guys, <laughs> that is all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much, Kelly Rose, founder of Executive Director of Echo Collective. Thank you for coming, sharing your experiences and, you know, the great work that Echo Collective is doing in our community. This is Dinora Garcia and it is always an honor to be with you thank you for listening to Cows Collective Radio on KZUM 89.3 FM Lincoln and KCUMHD Lincoln's Community Radio for more information and to listen to this podcast visit www.cowscollectivelincoln.org while you are there you can also sign up for our free community newsletter by signing up you will be updated about opportunities and events that are happening in Lincoln. So remember to tune in next week to another edition of Chaos Collective Radio and keep listening to KCUM 89.3 Lincoln and KCUM HD. Coming up next, Democracy Now! Take care and have a great week. Adios! Adios!